Phil Bell. How are you, brother? CL, it is great to hear from you. And I got to say, you know, it's one, a little after 1 o'clock, and it's, that's the time when Rush Limbaugh would be on the air. And hearing your voice and your passion for the country and freedom and everything else, it's like the good old days of listening to El Rush Bell. God so it is you. always awesome to be on your show. God bless you, Phil. You just don't know how humbled you have made me at that at that moment. Thank you for that, friend. friend. Phil, you know, you and I are deeply associated. We work for and involved with uh, FreedomWorks, an organization uh, dedicated to building, educating, mobilizing the largest grassroots network in uh, the nation. Phil, there's a new book that uh, is out, and FreedomWorks has been promoting it and pushing it. It's called America in Perspective. David Sokol and Adam Brandon uh, have produced this book. Phil, tell us first about the nature of the book, why the book, and why America should tune in to what it's about. Well, we talk a lot about whether here at FreedomWorks, on your show or otherwise, we talk a lot about the things that are wrong in the country because there's a lot of them, and it's always in front of us. But what's really, really neat is how much love that Americans, even liberals, even a lot of the liberals we make fun of, a lot of them have for this country, for the underlying beliefs, for the Constitution, for the freedoms that we have. So much of it. In fact, I was thinking about this today. I drove over to the gym, and as I drove by, I saw one of the fireworks stands. And if you think about it, we have a whole industry that's dedicated to celebrating America's independence. And so that shows how much all of that means to us. So the idea behind American in perspective, American perspective, excuse me, was to make sure that we're reviving the American dream, that we're reminding people about these founding ideals, but doing it in a unique way so that it, it doesn't just become part of the background noise, but it's something that each reader can take and carry with them and can remember when they go to their jobs, when they go to their businesses, when they're at church, when they're with their families, and that if we plant this seed now, that we will be able to grow first quietly and then a lot louder the love for the American dream that's existed for so long and that we will not only get beyond the current rough time, but that we'll do it in a way so that future generations love it, enjoy it, believe it, and carry it on. The future generation, Phil, uh, that you have just named, the subtitle is Defending America for the, the Future Generation. Phil, is there truly a danger uh, that maybe is unseen uh, that we must uh, now step forward and defend against for our future generations. Talk to us. Yeah, there absolutely is. See, I, I, you know, I was thinking about this a little bit earlier today. In this country, we have God-given freedoms that are written down in the Constitution. The Constitution doesn't give us our freedom. God did. That's why they mean so much, and that's why they can't ever be taken away. But the thing about every freedom, no matter who gives it to you, is that it can be so easily taken away. And so when I look out, a good example, in Los Angeles, they, they say, well, look, we're probably going to bring back mask mandates. Mask mandates aren't legal. The government can't wake up and tell you, put this mask on your face. You have to because we say so. No, that's un-American. That was never part of the founding. That was never part of the goal. So if we don't defend that every day, even the slightest incursion 
by the government, even people in the government that we like. If we don't do it, it will be lost. Therefore, not only is it our job to preserve it for ourselves, but we always have to teach and continue to remind the younger generations why it matters. Because think about it. How easy is it? If someone who's, you know, in high school, when they leave school, they can go home and play a lot of video games, get on Instagram, get on Netflix, do all these things while the country burns around them and they'll never know. So that's why it's incumbent upon us to do that. And that's, again, why we have this book. You know, Phil, uh, you mentioned uh, our creator, God, as uh, he is referred to by me and many millions of others. But our founders, Phil, found it necessary to identify where our rights did, in fact, come from. And they referred to him as someone I think all of us can. This was the genius of our founders. Uh, yeah. They referred to him as someone that all of us, regardless of, of even if you thought that you were your creator, uh, yeah. we, we are endowed by 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 our creator, uh, by with, with certain unalienable. They can't be taken away from you. Phil, when we talk about our creator found in the Constitution, these this is not becoming a Bible study, although, you know, I will do it. But uh, right, but, ju right. but just the same. Uh, when we talk about our creator from an American perspective, put that in perspective. Yeah, uh, it, you know, I think you put it just so well. Even people who, and, and you know, we I respect them, and I don't mean to say this in a negative way, even people who don't believe in God, don't believe in a creator, uh, you know, they believe in nature, the Big Bang Theory, whatever it is, you should hope and be thankful for that none of the rights in the Constitution are uh, are guaranteed and given by man. Because if that's the case, then it will be taken away. Because look no further. I know everybody has Russia on the brain. Well, let's think back not too long ago when Russia was Soviet Russia. And what did they do in Soviet Russia? You couldn't just go to the store and buy a Game Boy. You couldn't go to the store and buy a shirt. You couldn't do whatever. You got everything you had from the government. Any kind of freedom you had, even to go to another town, not just, you know, the freedom to get in your car and drive, just to go to another town, had to have the government's permission. Just to be you, you had to have your government's permission. There's some places where you can't even pick the name that you want for your child, even today, if it doesn't follow what the government says. So therefore, having those rights be given by the creator by someone other than us, someone who is not man, that means it can't be taken away. But the burden that comes with it is that we got to defend it. Yes. So that means we're never going to have a chance to rest or relax or just hope, well, you know, the, the city council, yeah, they're, they're, they're just, they're not going to do anything or, or Congress. Oh, they, they don't matter. No, they do. And it matters to you. Make them do something. Make them move. You are the voice of the people because you are the people don't ever forget that phil are we entering into an age from your perspective of political fuggery do we see more and more of that happening in what subtle and even overt ways is this an era of that is that what we're pushing back pushing back against 
as well? And are, are our young people aware of the type of uh, totalitarianism that might beset them if they don't stand up and push back? Talk to us. Yeah, they are most certainly not aware of how bad it can get. Now, you said, are we entering into an era of political thuggery? I'd say that we've been in it for a very long time. And the reason I say that is let's think back to a lot of the stories that many people have read about the way elections might were stolen years ago in a lot of your deep blue cities, whether you're talking about you know how ballots are counted or preloaded voting machines or anything like that. So it started small started relatively small right but as time went on what did you start to see you started to see those people who were elected you know whether legitimately or not detach themselves from the people they allied themselves with you know they created their own interest groups and the like and they separated themselves so that no matter what the people said or thought or wanted you ended up getting the opposite result and therefore the thuggery became worse. And the culmination is when you ha get to 2020 and you see things like Antifa and you see BLM and you see all of these riots, you see the attempts to intimidate the Supreme Court justices uh, at their home. Now, look, there have been plenty of times, I'll give you an example, when John Roberts upheld Obamacare. I was not happy with him at all. And you know what never crept into my head? To go to his house and either protest or wish him harm or anything. Nothing wrong with protest, but you get the point. Not try to intimidate. And yet now we have it. So yes, the era of thuggery is here. A lot of people don't understand it. And just to remember one thing from what I read about the Soviet Revolution when the when the communists took over, on that night it said that the theaters were open just as normal, plays happened, people went to eat, you name it, they didn't know. So that's why it's important to pay attention and be vigilant, because that could happen to us. They didn't know. We're ringing the bell. We're ringing the bell right here with the old bell on the C.L. Bryant Show, my colleague from Freedom Works, the book that we have been focusing on, America in Perspective. David Sokol and Adam Brandon are the authors of that book, Defending America for our next generation is what uh, we must do. We must do. Let not our living as Americans, all of this 246 years now, let not our living, not, let not the sacrifice, the blood, sweat, and tears of those who came before us, regardless of their color, hue, or, or origin, they helped us get to where we are. The only way to honor it is to honor what they looked forward to. You are it. You are it. You're what they saw. And America, we're squandering it. Phil is here today and has been here today to help us put America in perspective. Phil, God bless you. Give us uh, your uh, give us your uh, social media info, how we can get a hold of you. How do we get you to a place where we want you to be to talk to us? Well, just look me up on Facebook. It's Phil Bell. It's usually a picture of me with a train and a Trump hat because, hey, you know, I love those two. And uh, on Instagram, Phil Bell 4022, Phil Bell 4022 on Twitter as well. And I just want to say one last thing. American Perspective is a very unique book for one reason. It's written by two people 
who did not get their start in politics, but they love the country and they want to see it succeed. So even if you're in the listening and you say, well, you know, politics isn't my thing. I just want to listen to it. No, this is great to read because it's a different perspective, but it puts America in perspective go to freedomworks.org freedomworks.org and uh, you can you can pick the book up there on the webs on that website phil give us the website where we can actually order the book and if we're inclined to uh be of uh, help to freedomworks how do we do that so two easy things first of all if you go to freedomworks.org right now the first thing you're going to see is a big button to click to buy this book so that's there if you can't get there, go to Amazon.com, put it in, America in Perspective. It'll come right up, Adam Brandon, David Sokol. And to help out, to volunteer, to be a part of it, join our freedom teams to be an activist with us to help save this country, freedomworks.org, or look us up on Facebook, FreedomWorks, same thing. FreedomWorks.org, FreedomWorks.org, building, educating, mobilizing the largest grassroots effort in America. You can become a part of that movement. Go to FreedomWorks.org. Phil Bell, I want to thank you, man, for always coming on the show. It's always good, enlightening, and great conversation. When I'm talking to your friend, tell everybody I said hello. Hope to see you soon. Y'all be good up there. Be careful. Thanks for having me on, CL.